0: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh This is Hamza Foy with Ihya 502 Podcast Before this episode begins, I'm going to go through a few news items for the local Muslim community Inshallah, anything that you miss or want more information on, feel free to reach out I maintain an email newsletter and a WhatsApp group with a lot of the same information that I am detailing here for you today. Islamic School of Louisville, 8215 Old Westport Road is currently open for enrollment for the upcoming school year. They do have a website online that you can find more information on how to enroll through that website. There are four local youth programs for the Louisville Muslims. First one, is a youth program for boys hosted at MCC on Mondays and Wednesdays, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for boys ages 9 through 15 years old. Contact Brother Mejd al-Quran at 352-444-0056 with any questions. Hira Institute will be holding youth programs at the ATFA Turkish Center, 4711 Progress Boulevard on Mondays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., for five weeks, starting June 14th. program is for both boys and girls, ages 10 and older. You can register online at Hira, H-I-R-A, institute.com. MCC will also be hosting a youth program for girls on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m., Feel free to reach out to me and I can give you that contact info over WhatsApp. Nor Islamic School of Louisville will be hosting a youth program on Mondays through Fridays, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Nor Islamic School of Louisville also has a website online from which you can enroll. If you are a small business owner, organization leader, or meshed board member looking for a website to be built an app to be developed, or marketing material to be designed for you. Feel free to reach out to me by email or on WhatsApp, 502-930-8391. I can present you portfolio pieces if you are interested in a website, app, or marketing material. That's all for the news before this week's episode. Feel free to tune in. On YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or Substack And without further ado, this episode of Via 502 In this episode of Vihia 502 Podcast I'm going to briefly review uh, some of the discussion that we had at the last Reverts gathering uh, this past Sunday Alhamdulillah, the gathering went well Um, we really got off to a great start. Um, Our discussion that past Sunday was regarding tenets of our Al-Qaeda or our creed and both defining our Al-Qaeda as Muslims and what sets us apart from other religions, other faiths, other ideologies. One of the cornerstones of our al is the understanding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one without partner, without any human resembling Allah, without any sharer in his entity, his attributes, his actions, and that he possesses almighty power. In this tenet alone we see a separation between Al-Islam and the aqida, the creed of modern day Christians, modern day Jews, um, so we clearly reject the premise that there can be three divine entities, uh, so we reject the Trinity as espoused in the Christian Aqidah. And we also reject the idea that Allah would take human form and be overpowered by a human. Uh, This is related to the Judaic story of Jacob, their claim that Jacob wrestled God. So we clearly deny the Trinity. We clearly deny uh, such stories as... The prophet Jacob wrestling and defeating God We also talked about um, Allah sending prophets out of his generosity Protecting them from everything, unbecoming of them Guarding them from both lesser sins and enormities Both before their prophethood and thereafter We also talked about the concept of Prophet Muhammad وسلم, being the seal of the prophets the final prophet and that we give respect to the Sahaba, both male and female companions and especially give a respect to Abu Bakr Umar, Uthman and Ali this sets us apart From groups including the Qadiani, that group which believed that there was a prophet after Muhammad. This sets us apart from groups such as the Nation of Islam, who in their Aqidah believed that Elijah Muhammad was a prophet after Muhammad. We clearly reject the Aqidah of these groups, we define ours separately from them, and we reject those groups that hurl insult and denigration upon various Sahaba, whether it is Abu Bakr, Omar, Abu Hurairah, Aisha, radiallahu anha. so we we went through in our gathering this definition of our Aqidah, And how our Al-Qaeda is separate and different from the Al-Qaeda of other religious groups and ideologies. Some of the other tenets that we talked about is the acceptance as truth of the angels of the sacred scriptures. uh, The Quran, the Injil, the Torah, the Zabur, Suhuf Ibrahim. The questioning of the dead in their graves about their faith, the resurrection of the dead, their being gathered onto Judgment Day, the terror of it, the taking of the pages in which one's good and bad deeds are recorded, and the weighing of them, and the balance scales of those deeds, and, and Jannah and Jahannam, paradise and hell. So these are some of those tenets of Al-Qaeda that we talked about at length um, we also talked about you know some of these modern phenomenons such as you know a belief in divine energies and you know spirits and you know I talked with them you know nowadays we live in a world that is either mainly monotheistic or mainly atheistic um, we, we do not have such high numbers of polytheists as was encountered in the times of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. However, we still see kind of rehashes of those polytheistic trends. So, although yeah, you don't have people worshiping pantheons of gods of fire and earth and wind. A'udhu billah, uh, you still have people. They will ascribe to astrology, whether that be you know, the Greek Zodiac, you know, Cancer and Capricorns and that sort of thing, the Chinese Zodiac, um, or that more, you know, I, you know, out of this group, I, I'm the only uh, white revert. And so I kind of joked and I said, you know, in, in white American culture, especially in the 60s and 70s, you know, we had the, what we called the New Age movement, you know, this this whole idea that, you know, we can sense divine energies and spirits, once again, that's a red line in our Akhidah, we do not subscribe to any belief in that, there is only one God, no sharer of Allah's power, will, knowledge, and all the, you know, all those groups that ascribe any hint of divine attribute to anything else we Define ourselves against we are defined as a separate group from the people that believe in such a thing So we talked um, at length about that and it was it was really a wonderful discussion and so that was from um, Imam Nawawi's manual of Islam al Maqasid and we spent a little bit of time and the purification of the heart. And alhamdulillah, this this book is incredible. Um, We're dealing with spiritual diseases of the heart. In English, we oftentimes will use the word vice to describe these. So we talked at length. uh, The first vice that is listed in alphabetical order in Arabic is uh, bukhul, which is miserliness. Uh, so, in Islam, we have both a miser in the physical sense. So, like in English, you know, we have idioms penny pincher, stingy. So, in that physical sense, yes, bukhul can refer to that. But bukhul also has to do with giving Allah his due right and giving other people their due right. So, you know, we talked about. You know, the fact that there are some people, you know, we, we have rights over one another. And so if you're the type of person that expects everybody else to give you 110%, but you only give 40 you know, so you you are very strict about, oh, you should be just to me, you should give me my right. However, when you're expected to give your right... Whether that is from your wealth, from your time, your presence, you you ask for deferment. Oh oh you know, let me give you a little bit here, a little bit there. It'll add up to 100 percent Yet you want you you expect things up front. You're a miser in that case. SubhanAllah, you know, we were talking, you know, and I and I'm very upfront. With these, uh, with these dear reverts, um, you know, and I and I tell them that, you know, in in the Muslim community, do do be cautious and recognize that you're gonna run into some very imperfect people. Not everybody. You will encounter great people who will inspire you to really push yourself more as a practicing Muslim, but you also encounter people who will have shortcomings, don't let those shortcomings influence you to the negative, and I said, you know, you're going to, you're going to encounter people where they, they expect great events at the masjid, they expect the, you know, the Muslim community to address A through Z at 100%, but they themselves won't break a sweat to even address a or z <laughs> so yani yeah, I mean, you're going to have these people they are misers and yeah, I mean, don't don't let them affect you to the negative um, so we also talked you know with regards to charity for example you know don't give from what you yourself wouldn't accept unless, you know, your eyes were closed to it. And, and it makes mention of the Qur'an verse from Surah Al-Baqarah. O you who believe, spin from the good things you have earned and from what we brought out for you from the earth. And do not seek what is inferior in order to spin from it, though you yourselves would not take it unless your eyes were closed to it. And know that Allah is ever rich and worthy of praise. So that's, you know, the physical manifestation of miserliness is that, you know, from your wealth, and not even just your wealth, from your time, right? Don't, in English we we, we have this phrase and, and you know, Pardon me if this offends your ears. Um, but in English we say like somebody's doing something in, an, in a half-assed fashion. Pardon my language. Um, that It's a common idiom. That's why I'm using it. Um, sometimes people will say, you know, a half-baked effort or, you know, a half-handed effort. Either way, it's not just about wealth, but, you know, the energy, the time you put in to... The programs at your masjid, to the efforts that your fellow community maker uh, community members are making if you're putting a half-handed effort you're a miser you're a miser your your attention if you're giving a little bit of your attention span to the community don't turn around and complain oh why isn't why isn't the community addressing X Y and z? you're not even putting your energy your presence your time your wealth into it you're a miser and that is the first spiritual disease that we addressed in this book we had a wonderful discussion about it uh, subhanallah you know it's 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 an honor working with the new muslims um i, I feel bad i should have started this um, a lot um a lot sooner though in my defense i know that you know many of the community members you know see me as kind of a youth so i kind of had to let the years build up and the credibility you know build up um before starting something like this but alhamdulillah it went beautifully and, uh, you know, before we our gathering departed, it was, it was very interesting. Sitting with the reverts really helps refocus yourself to understand that Islam is a very practical deen and that the people, the honest, good-willed people, are only really interested in practical knowledge. I'll give you an example. So before we we departed, you know, one of the brothers, you know, he he said, you know, um, I own a firearm. It's like, is is that like forbidden in Islam? Because I I, I have it to defend myself. You know, his his line of work, um, he he's out, he's out and about a lot, <clears throat> and. It's very interesting because in Christianity, you know, you you see this whole warped obsession with turning the other cheek. And I told him, I said, we're not to be aggressors. However, you have a right to defend yourself, Islamically speaking. You know, yes, I understand We, we have laws that regulate that. But the concept itself, the idea that I can defend myself—I I told the brother, I said, if you defend yourself, if you defend your family, if you defend your property from somebody who is outright, the intention is clear—they are trying to usurp it. They are trying to harm your you, your wife, your children. God forbid, you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to defend yourself, and, and in fact you know I don't know the exact qualifications but in in these cases you you may be considered a shaheed clear 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 and simple you know it's those kind of questions because they're they're very real they're they're not like people that come to Islam for the most part they're they're not like their heads are not in some you know knee-deep in some ideology where you're just dealing with so such highfalutin theoretical situations and conditions you know when you speak to the reverts they have very real very practical day-to-day questions and subhanallah i mean you know we talked about that because you know i brought up the fact i was like you know this is why you know malcolm x um May Allah um, have mercy on him And and make his time in the grave easy You know, Malcolm X is muted Unfortunately Because Malcolm X, he had that He he had that very real practical Um Encouragement, which was You know Defend yourself Defend your family You know, he, he had that down to a T And so, you know Um I definitely encourage, you know, any of any of our Muslims that want to, want to attend our gatherings, you know, drop me a line. I, I would appreciate it. Um I think having even people who are not reverts attend the gathering will be good because it, once again it, it helps um the reverts really learn about the different cultures, the different nuances that the um thing in Arabic that Kind of the customs of the different cultures that you find in the Muslim world, you know the different languages. It, it, in a way, it's it's an immersion for them. Um, so, drop me a line if if you'd like to attend. Um, I might I might recap our gatherings just for listeners. Um, if for nothing else, it gives you a very real sense of the kind of questions, uh, the kind of practical application of our Dean that you know may be helpful to you, whether you're going through a crisis of faith or you have a deficiency in your knowledge that you're wanting to really build up, or maybe you might have non-Muslim friends who are curious about Islam. And so this might help you, you know, hey man, it'll help you learn how to talk to them. Um, definitely, um, encourage people to come out, just reach out to me. I can give you the, the day and time and location, that sort of thing. But yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, close it here. Um, Jazakallah khairan for those listening. I'm going to return to the, the usual schedule for the 502 podcast. So we're going to be dealing with, you know, three, uh, main episodes each each month one bye week where I take a break might release uh, smaller episodes in between though so love to you know get back to you know the typical listeners you know I had one brother um, at the graduation ceremony at MCC for the little Muslim community this past Saturday you know he kind of pulled me aside he's like, hey man where's uh, where's a502 so if you're listening you know who you are don't worry. Going to keep this pushing, uh, keep recording, and inshallah, this will be of benefit um, to members of our local Muslim community. This is Hamza Foy signing off. As-salamu alaikum.